Welcome to a new episode of an Annals of the Rheumatic Diseases podcast. I'm Dr. Paul Studenik from Austria, and today we will be talking to Dr. Aiden Sebak and Professor Laurent Renaud uh, from the Department of Rheumatology, Centre National de Référence de Maladie Systémique Rare Sud-Est, the Hospital Universitaire de Strasbourg en France. Welcome, Professor Renaud and Dr. Sebak. Thank you very much for hosting us. Uh, so, my name is Laurent Arnaud. I'm a professor of rheumatology in the uh, uh, academic center of Strasbourg. We are the uh, reference center for rare disease in France, rare autoimmune disease. And uh, I'm mostly a lupus guy. I'm usually working on systemic lupus. And uh, I'm quite happy because I, I will be able to tell you how by working on systemic lupus, we arrived at the paper we'll be discussing today, like an accident in a way. I'm Eden Sebag. I'm a French uh, rheumatology resident in the team of Professor Arnaud and really happy to have worked with him on this paper. So wonderful. Welcome to have you both here. Um, today we will be actually discussing this study, the worldwide burden of musculoskeletal diseases, a systematic analysis of the World Health Organization burden of disease database. And this was published on the 15th of April, 2019, in the Annals of the Rheumatic Diseases. So, um, shipping right in, can you tell us a bit about the background and the rationale of the study? Sure. So, uh, I mentioned this briefly in the introduction, but uh, I'm mostly a lupus guy. And I was actually trying to assess the global burden of systemic lupus. And uh, as you know, more and more public agencies are putting their data online. Uh, so uh, that the researchers can make open science and use these big data to make new analysis. And almost randomly, by chance actually, by checking the website of the World Health Organization, we found very detailed data about the burden of disease. And so I checked whether I could study the burden of SLE, and it was not really the case. But with Eden, we quickly realized that actually we could use this data to study the global burden of diseases and especially of musculoskeletal conditions. This was really a unique opportunity to summarize the, the data from several countries to, to calculate the global burden of rheumatic diseases. And for me, this was my first research project. So um, Laurent offered me to work with him on this uh, with really detailed um, analysis, like with the using the DALI, uh, YLL and YLD, we will discuss about this later. Uh, we analyzed the burden of musculoskeletal diseases from 2000 to 2015. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, this is, uh, this is really great to have the, these kind of data available nowadays. Um, so, so you mentioned these terms right now, uh, and before we really get into the results, I think this might be very interesting for, for those listeners not that acquainted to that. Could you please introduce uh, the concept of these disability-adjusted life years, the DALIs, the years of lost life, the YLLs, and the, the years lived with disability? The, this is in, in epidemiology, these are the different... Um, index we can use uh, to analyze burden of a disease. So uh, it, it is about the disability adjusted life here, the DALI, which is thought as one lost year of healthy life, which is the sum of two other index, YLL in one part, which is the years of life lost, and YLD, the years we lived with disease. So the sum of those two index 
um, combine the DALI, uh, which is uh, one of the index of global burden. So if we go in detail, so the YLL is the number of death multiplied by the standard life expectancy at the age of which the death occurs. So is more of a mortality index, uh, whereas the YLD, uh, which is the years lived with disease, uh, is uh, the number of incident cases in a period multiplied by the duration of the diseases and a weight factor fought by um, a group of different uh, specialists, which they, they did. Uh, what I can add is actually what is really amazing with this uh, database by the World Health Organization is that you have these three parameters, the DALI, uh, YLD, YLL, and you have this not for all diseases, but for all categories of diseases, which means 23 different types of disease. So we can give examples such as uh, of course, uh, rheumatic diseases, musculoskeletal diseases, but you also have this detailed data for infections or cardiovascular diseases. And what is really amazing is that you have the data for each country. I think there's almost 190 countries, and you have that at several time points every five years. So the, this is really a, a very interesting source of data for researchers. Yeah, so what was now thinking of your data and the core results, the most intriguing or surprising finding? Oh, thank you, Paul. This is really an interesting question. Um, what we can say from our daily experience of patients with rheumatic diseases is that usually patients do not die from these diseases. Uh, of course they do in a small proportion of cases, but we know that the biggest burden from a very clinical point of view is actually the functional impairment, the handicap that is generated by the joint pain or, or the disability. And we, we expected, in a way, to have a high global burden and to find a generally low mortality of musculoskeletal diseases. And this is what we found. But what we did not expect is that among the 23 causes of years lived with disability, uh, musculoskeletal disease would be the second cause of these uh, 23 groups. So actually the burden, the handicap that is generated by the musculoskeletal disease is not only very high, it is one of the highest we have across all types of diseases. And we found this was really amazing and worth reporting. Yes, and moreover, what was really surprising for me is um, the gap we found between the, um, analyzing the different continents. Uh, we were also expecting uh, high GDP, uh, so gross domestic product countries, to have a higher maybe um, musculoskeletal burden because of a higher uh, life expectancy. But if we look at the, the results, first of all, it's uh, significant for the four years, and uh, moreover, it's not only growing in all the continents, but the gap is quite high, especially if you look at the two extremes, Europe and Africa. Yeah, this is actually something that caught my eye when, when reading that paper. This uh, somehow strange correlation that you have um, between the disability-adjusted life years and the, and, and the GDP product. So um, how, how would you explain that, that it's a coincidence at least? So thanks again, Paul. This is a great, great question. I'm not sure all the people who are listening have the figure under the eye. So I just wanted to recap the figure. 
actually in the paper we have a figure showing that the burden, the global burden expressed as the DALI increases at the same time as there is an increase in the gross domestic product per, per capita. So it actually means that in a way the richest the country, the highest is the burden of musculoskeletal diseases. And we thought this is really amazing and Eden will tell you why he thinks this is a, a kind of expected correlation. So as I said, maybe first life expectancy, which is higher in uh, high income countries, can be one of the causes because we know that uh, musculoskeletal diseases are um, impacting mostly um, older people. Uh, so this was one of the hypotheses. Uh, another one uh, was that uh, maybe in low income countries, uh, they have other kind of diseases they are, have to, to fight um, against, like mostly uh, mortal diseases, such as infectious diseases. If we look at in Africa, we've, we saw that this was the, the highest cause of, this, of DALI. So it also can be explained why musculoskeletal diseases are put in um, a second row, you see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I can add is another way to analyze this figure, which is a bit of a limitation of a paper. Uh, the, the way this uh, database is done is that the data are derived in each country and then they are going up to the World Health Organization to be aggregated and analyzed. Uh, we know that the quality or the robustness of the data is not the same for all countries. And we can make this hypothesis that the quality or robustness of the data could be less good in countries who have less global availability for health resources, which could be a bystander for lower GDP per capita. Uh, so in a way, we are not sure that we are not capturing only a lower social development uh, and lower economic background uh, with this figure. What we can say is that uh, there is no reason why, if it's a bias, it's, it would only be for musculoskeletal disease. So this is why I'm convinced that the global message of the figure is that it really shows that the richest is the country, the highest is the burden. And I just wanted to remind the people who are listening to us that the, the continent for which the burden is the highest and significantly higher than the other continent is actually Europe. Well, um, so practically, besides that, it might also be a kind of underreporting because they are not in the system in less developed countries. And so to say, the musculoskeletal burden is not assessed in its, in, in its real form, but I think that the most um, powerful argument in that would be that life expectancies and, 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 and plans for musculoskeletal diseases also to treat are much higher and spread in countries with, with higher GDP. I fully agree with you. Well, would you like to, um, to add anything at uh, coming to the end of the podcast? Yeah, actually, I, I just would like to say that uh, we, we think these data are really important. Note only for us as rheumatologists, I think everybody's always happy to know what is the importance of the diseases we are dealing with. And I think the paper clearly shows that rheumatic diseases are important diseases and that we have chosen our specialty for a good reason. So that's... Uh, that's something a bit superficial. I think the good reason why we, we derive the data and analyze the paper uh, is really about how can we impact 
the policies uh, regarding the management of musculoskeletal disease at the European and worldwide level. Uh, we hope, our hope is that these data will be used uh, by uh, patient association, by health advocate, by health policy uh, people to derive adequate policies and really to take into account properly the real burden, the real weight of musculoskeletic disease on the population. Wonderful. So, uh, Professor Honor, Dr. Zerwak, it was, thank you very much for your time and uh, contributing to this podcast, providing such uh, insights in this topic. Thank you very much to you. It was actually very, very nice and a great opportunity. Thank you to ARD. Thank you very much, Paul. So, um, thank you all uh, for joining us on this ARD podcast. And if you would like to read the full paper, please visit the website ard.bmj.com. Thank you.